This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A-Yo from the South. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, ZNK, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Alice the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, this shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, you must want to wanna be in the in again, in this book of what dragons is the dumbest mother 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 Welcome. Episode 147 of Chrome Bills featuring Meticulous and Justo the MC. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. With the record. Clap, 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 clap. Mind of a man dropping January 11th on Tough Kong, which is about two and a half hours before or after we're recording this. And this will post Monday. So as of now, it's been out for 48 hours. So hit that. I saw you guys are dropping vinyl. I assume it's on all the digital platforms as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man. We gotta, we gotta click peep of the record, uh, ten tracks, and I gotta say, very fucking dope, man. Well done, fellas. Thank you, Thank sir. You, man. Appreciate it. As a producer, I was curious. It seemed like you, you uh, really rocked in that 80, 80, mid eighty BPMs right there, meticulous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's, that's very observant of you. That's because that's like my, that's my shit too. Mid eighties. Okay. Yeah. Now is that by yeah, design that... or is that a, a product of Justo picking certain beats off of beat tapes? Like were you uh if you guys want to no. dive into the creative process, is it you kinda pick ten and this is what we're going with, or was that ten out of like, you know, the hundred that, that were provided to choose from? No, I would send them I would send them like two at a time. And uh and it was basically like stream of thought beats. Like I would you know make two and then make another two and if i thought they worked i would i don't like to bombard anyone with like 10 beats at a time because that's just like how do you get inspired by all 10 beats at once it could like fuck up your shit writing so i just do small little batches two three and then just if you have anything to add uh nah yeah that's that's basically what he did you know if i like it i'll say i'm gonna keep this one if not he'd just be like fuck it i'll send you something else see what else you like so it did make the process a little bit 
easier just as far as I mean it doesn't make any difference to me he could have sent me 10 I would have just dissected which ones I like I appreciate how he does it you know just pick whichever ones and just keep it going from there so how long did it take for this project to come together when did you guys decide you're going to make a record uh well we met um how we met was I was out in front of Sirius XM I had I had to meet up with the DJ Eclipse he was getting interviewed by uh, this dude, the B Shine. He does a lot of good videos yep. for um, yeah. you guys are familiar. Uh, and we basically got to introduce like that. Yeah. And uh, basically, they just said, you know, you guys should work together. And I've heard a couple other people uh, point me to Justo, and we just met up. And then uh, I sent him some shit, and he did a joint like super fast, and I I liked everything. So we just kept building from there. It was going to be like an EP, and then we just were like, "Fuck it, let's do, let's do a whole album." Yeah. And when was that that you met? Oh, oh, man, that, yeah, like, it was early. It was we early stopped. last year, wasn't it? Like early. Nah, it was like it was like October of um, 2017. Really? Because then, because then we started. Cause, yeah, because then we started recording November of last year. So that shit is crazy. Yeah. yeah, time is fine. I mean, I, I was telling you guys earlier, I have a two-year-old and a five-month-old. There we go. So, so that's that's what it was. <laughs> there yeah, we yeah. go. <laughs> I was trying to tell you earlier, so so that time frame, a lot of the work that we were doing, yeah. I, I kind of lost track of that because, I mean, I was having babies. So. Right. Well, not me, but, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> you were helping. You were helping. He was like... He was like I Will Ferrell in uh, right. old school when he answers that question. He just I mean, writes I'm all doing the songs. math right. I, I blacked out. I blacked out. If I'm doing the math right, you might have considered between tracks like three and four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Might have been one of those days where two beats got sent over. I think Champagne Rain maybe with the one that yeah, was definitely. created. Definitely. Hey, yeah. funny thing, my girl's actually on that track. She's like has a little vocal part where she's saying Champagne Rain on the low. So okay. Kind of oh, that's setup. dope. Yeah. That's my early favorite, I gotta say. Yo, I, oh, I keep telling Matt that, man. That's yeah, that, what was, that, was, that was from a DJ's perspective. That was the one I, I went fire. back to. Yeah. Shit is fire. Yeah, uh, back to the 80s uh, BPM thing. I was just in that zone for whatever reason. Everything was coming out like that. Yeah. And and if it was if it was in the nineties and that time where I was making this, it was just too fast. I don't know. Right. I, don't know. I go through phases, you know. So you had the the man ups like high 60s right that's 65 65 yeah so i saw you didn't go for the trap drums you didn't fall for the trap <laughs> nah, did, nah. Did, is there a demo version with some trap drums on there <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i want to point out about that song i really respect you guys that you did a video where you were playing basketball yeah, you didn't only use shots where the ball went in. Not like <laughs> oh, people yeah. will just like the, every single jumper every goes in. Like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's I was like, like, like I was like, yo, I like this. Like, <laughs> my, my man just missed a twelve footer. You know what happened? Well, <laughs> is it that, or you guys are just you just never made a shot the whole time? <laughs> no, there yeah, we, made few, there too. we made a few shots, <laughs> but we, we missed a lot too. We missed a lot. <laughs> we were. I mean, it was a. It was, yeah, we didn't even warm up. It was just like we just started playing. Yeah, we were just like, all right, fuck it, to seven, let's go. Who, right, who's the right. better basketball player? Uh. I don't want to say what you made, even though you won. I, I don't. Want to say <laughs> he won't give it up. He's not going to give it up. He's, he's, a, he's a better shooter. I give him that. He's a better shooter. Matt's like deceptively tall too, like at least in the way the video was shot. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm a little bit taller than you. Well, I'm if, only hey, if I'm only five ten. Tall, I'll take I'll take that because I'm like <laughs> I'm not a tall guy at all, and I'm a little bit shorter than you, so I'll take that. <laughs> maybe he's, he's like long. He got the long lanky <laughs> or something. Hey yo. <laughs> pause <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so i gotta um, i gotta throw this in go there I, uh when we were talking about the age difference in the kids you, you'll get a kick out of this my wife's also expecting and we have uh, a daughter oh, thanks man who's uh, a year and like four months and uh we're having a boy at the end of march and so you know between working and all the stuff we've had to do with like a new kid new house and everything i asked my wife the other day I was like, yo, do you feel like this pregnancy has gone by faster? And she just got dead silent. She's like, not for me. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bad question. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a really bad question. Man. Right. Trying to get beat up. Trying to get beat up. You got to bring ice cream with every question that you ask. Right, right, right. Yep. Right. So, so what, Justin, you said uh, you were breaking up a little bit when we were doing the show prep, but you said you're in Jersey right now, but originally from Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm originally from East New York, Brooklyn. Um, lived out there. I just moved like a year and change ago, so I was living out there basically my whole life. Um, What's your uh, background in terms of like recorded music that you put out prior to this project? Because uh, I had, I hadn't admittedly heard of you as an MC, and I was very impressed on the first listen. So I'm just curious, like, kind of what's what's been out there? Is it more just like? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I've been friends. around. I, like, I I think you guys. I don't know if y'all asked me if y'all were asking about my kids' age, and I thought y'all asked me about me, but I'm 29. I'll be 30 in July. Um, and so I've been around for a little bit. I actually came up under DJ Premier and uh, mm. DJ Big Black. Uh, I was with the, uh, basically, like, kind of under the Gangstar Foundation for a little bit. Um, okay. Like, almost five, six years. I was just running with my, my cousin, Vic Black, is with Gangstar. He's like came up with them. He's in a bunch of the videos, mm. uh, just to get a rap video, all those videos, and, wow. and he came up with them. Oh, them going back. Wow. Yeah, man. He was he was with yeah. I mean, he's like fifty something years old. He like came up with them. Um, so I was working with him for a bit. He came back to the to to the hood, and he found out I was rapping, and we got together. So I did some joints with Marco Polo. I did some joints. It never. I think uh, one of the joints did get on uh, Premier's radio show, but we never formally released it. I did a joint with DJ Skiz. Mm. Uh, this Who was Rock Waller. I actually Who are you? A, a, a whole <laughs> project with Showbiz. Um, uh, Damn, called Black Ops. Y'all can find it on on Apple Music or any other you know um, streaming um, I'm outlets. Then. Yeah, it's called Black Ops. It's uh, myself and and Showbiz. Uh, it's kind of like a beat break thing. Like he had a whole bunch of beat breaks, and we kind of like. <clears throat> talk to him and we got him to manipulate him mm. and basically me rap over him so it's just really me just shooting the shit just rapping and just going ham nothing like overly creative but you know i tried to do the best with, with, with the breaks that he gave me they're all dope you know yeah um uh and and Lord, i have one joint with Lord finesse on that as well uh yeah man I, I mean and then i did did a lot of my own personal shit just you know uh with a lot of uh producers from like all over i did a joint with uh these producers from Toronto uh, called the Lost Info, and they the producers of Future Wave, Blanks, and my guy Old Man Eighties, and they're like they're they're on the come up in Toronto, like they're like mm. nasty, like mm. especially Future Wave. He's like he released at least like four different projects last year. Damn. Um, 
So yeah, man, he's on the movement. He's down with like I don't know if you guys I know y'all know of like Crime Apple, mm-hmm. but he's like <coughs> there's also this cat. There's a cat out in Toronto Sorry. named Ace and Eastwood. I don't know if y'all ever heard of him. Uh-uh. Ace and Eastwood, and uh, there's another kid named Daniel Son, and they're like on a huge come up in Toronto and. Future Wave is down with them. So I was working with those guys. Yeah, I've been around, man. I've been, That's I've dope. Been a lot, man. And then I just lot. searched, Is you said Remulac, the hookah pen joint? Is that, yeah, Remulac, yeah, Remulac is another guy. I work, I, I work with a lot of people overseas, man. It's just okay. like I did one project in like 2014, mm. and a lot of cats through SoundCloud started finding me. Uh, and they were all these foreign producers. I don't know. And they wow. just was like, they wanted to fuck with me, man. So oh. I've worked with guys in Mexico, guys in uh, Slovakia, guys in U- Ukraine. Just producers just hitting me up, and I'm just, we're just sending music back and forth. They're sending me beats. I'm sending them vocals. We're putting it together. We're putting tracks together. You so recording at your house? I've recorded in studios. I've recorded in the house. Right. Uh, I used to record at Premier Studio in D and D before it got shut down. Right. And then I recorded. I started recording at his new studio. Then I stopped really fucking with my cousin. So yeah, I don't really bang with them no more. Back in the day, I used to record at Jam Master J's uh, studio. After wow. obviously after he passed, I'm, right. I'm not old enough to be like right, right. I wasn't there when he was there right but um yeah I, I, I used to record back there I, I was at a lot of different studios man, man. yeah damn that's so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah I know we all got yeah. some a little bit of uh, homework to catch up on you know so what's the, the best story that came out of what's the best story real quick the best story can you guys stop doing that <laughs> real quick before you go into that the black ops joint is listed as black ops is this like had it all headbangers wonder years or uh, am I finding the wrong stuff? I just want to make sure I'm tracking. It might be the down. wrong stuff. I, I found it. I'll send it to you, Chuck. You got it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a photo of me in the front with like a red like looking tan. Yeah, do you always wear a hat everywhere you go? I I like hats. I like hats. <laughs> That's the episode title name. <laughs> I like hats. I like hats. I do. I like hats. I like, I like them too. I like hats. If you didn't know, me and Meticulous are both bald, so. I did okay. not know that. So. It's a fun fact. That's how you know. Yeah. I'm wearing a hat because I'm getting there. So, <laughs> yeah. what do you? Is that an Orioles? Is that an Orioles hat? It is. Oh, that's dope. Nice. I like I like retro like '80s '70s MLB hats. It's crazy, you know. Sometimes you got to go like the Mitchell Ness route to get a real good throwback. I was in Target one day. And I was like, Yo, that's a really dope hat. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> I bought that, a pack of Sour Patch Kids, and some fabric softener. It was a good trip. That's fucking yeah. Nice little Saturday. So huh? how much right. is a fitted cost these days? I haven't bought a fitted hat in a long time. It's like thirty five, thirty five. Oh, it's about the same. I mean, yeah, that's not bad. If you get the fancy shit, it's like forty, forty five. Yeah. I remember as a kid, they were like seventeen ninety nine. Right. I was like, right. damn, that's expensive. Right. 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 So, yo, what was the best story that came out of your experiences recording in D&D Studios? Uh, I know for one, I met Nas in there. That was pretty dope. They were shooting something for some uh, uh, some movie that Premiere was in. I don't know if you guys remember. It was a movie where, like, the, all the DJs were switching genres or some shit like that. No. Uh, it's just, I, yeah, I forgot the name of it, but it was a pretty dope concept. Huh. And so, like, I think Premiere was doing opera or some shit. And he okay. had to, like... Oh, it was like a documentary. It wasn't... Yeah, it was a documentary. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But Nas was rapping on the... So I think he sampled like an opera beat, but he had to like do a week of like studying like opera with an uh, opera. Yeah, I remember huh. that. Yeah, yeah. But Nas... So Nas recorded and that the day that they were shooting was one of the days that Vic had me come up to the studio and Nas was sitting in there 
uh, just chilling. Mm -hmm. And I got to like shake his hand and listen to him and Preem talk. I've been there when MOP was up there. I've been there when um, when fucking uh, Royce Nam was up there. Um, yeah, man, it's just been so many people. Like I've been able to like sit around and be around. The first show I ever went to with Vic, I was at the Skyline Ballroom, I believe, mm. and I was in this room with Slaughterhouse. Like I wow. was just like I just happened to be in this room. Vic just told me to go in there. I'm 21 years old. Like, I don't know what the hell. Starstruck. Going on. Slaughterhouse is in there with Lloyd Banks for whatever reason. He was in the place too. And I'm like, I was a huge G Unit fan growing up. Yeah. That was like my era, my high school era. So yeah. I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. Just stuff like that. Bum B was there. It was just crazy. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy shit. So yeah, those are like a couple of like tidbits of just shit that I've, you know, been able to I've been to Prem's crib before, got to hang out at his crib. Like, yeah, he's just he was definitely a big influence on me. Mm. For sure. That's dope. Yeah. I also noticed from doing a little research, you had a song on, uh, it's called First Class Fly, featured in the show Cloak and Dagger. That was you, right? Yeah, man. How did that come about? Uh, one of my foreign connects, I have a homeboy in Canada who has a homeboy in France somewhere, and he does, like, that's basically one of the things he does for a living. He makes music with these companies that fucking do music for like you know licensing like right for everything right um and he liked my shit and we did a couple joints first class flies one of the joints that we did and it got picked up by a company called altitude and um yeah they, they're doing their job obviously so now would you say that having you know this many years of doing it would you say that that's been a the best source of income relative to doing shows and selling actual Absol merchandise absolutely yeah. absolutely it's definitely been a lane that you know we've done more tracks since then um, I've worked with another guy who uh, is connected to Song, Song Trader. We did a couple joints through Song Trader, and we made a little money off that. Um, it's definitely better than streaming and all that other shit. Yeah. So, right now, for, for, for the kind of artist that, you know, where I'm at right now in my career, that's definitely just the path to take until I get where I need to get to. So Right. Word. Yeah. Respect, man. That's dope. Word. So you guys are is the album going to be out on streaming platforms or do you do we even mess with that yeah yeah, yeah we i mean it has to i mean yeah it's 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 a gift and a curse man like people will find you streaming before they find you kind of just like going down a rabbit hole on youtube or something like that right it just it just seems like nobody wants to own music and you don't make anything from streaming but you have to do it you to gotta be, do it to be you heard it. you definitely mm. gotta do it is it so what do you think leads to people not wanting to actually have the physical car is it a generational thing is it a convenience thing it has to be convenience it has to be you know convenience mixed with generation uh because the further along we go like i don't even want to put in a dvd anymore it's like yeah. Uh, it's so hard to so get true. up and put in a so much work. So true. Yeah, and now it's it's the same. I mean, it started out with music first because that was the first genre to kind of be pirated like in that way. Right. So every everybody expects everything for free or nine ninety nine a month to get whatever you want, but you don't necessarily own it. That's crazy to me. Like I have to own shit I like. Yeah. You know. You got quite a record collection behind you. We can see. There's there's a few. There's a couple. I, I can yeah. see that he owns three records. 
What's that? <laughs> you own three when records, were, as far as I'm concerned. When you were moving around, it seemed I felt like oh, there I we saw go. more. <laughs> yeah, there's more. I mean, I have, I have like all this shit over here, and yeah, it's crazy. What if in like a hundred years, you people are doing an interview like this, and behind them is just like the Spotify and iTunes? <laughs> and it's right just like a bunch of different phones with all their music. On <laughs> Yo, that, that's the way it's going. So, how do you yeah. feel about do do you um own everything that you chop up and sample, or do you? Do you have rules? Like, what are your producer rules? Those rules are long, long gone. Like, I, I don't strictly sample from vinyl. Okay. It's like, if All I right. find some shit, I'm going to rip it and and use it. <laughs> okay. Because, like, you know, I'm limiting myself if, if I just strictly use vinyl. How about, if somebody, else use, how about if somebody else uses the same sample? You draw the line there I, or no? Okay. I will use I will use the same sample that other people have used. Okay, but you can't you can't flip it the same way. That's like the, fair you're enough. you're a sucker if you just do it the same way. <laughs> right. Right. But that's just my opinion. Okay. Now, in terms of uh, DJing out, when you played at Beerwax, you spun wax, right? You you brought it. Yeah, cup. just just vinyl, because that that spot is like, you know, it's like the kind pretty of, much strictly the vinyl price of admission. But if you're Going Speaking out, of, like, though, we're like having Huckle, a... Huckleberry, right? And you're just spending yeah. off of Serato. Yeah, Serato. Yeah, yeah. So when do you think you made that transition, like fully, and just being like, "Fuck it, I'm only bringing vinyl if like that's what the place is all about." I I only bought Serato like two years ago. It was around the time that I met Justo. Okay. Um. So yeah, like I've I've been DJing vinyl since I've moved here in 2004. Um. But there comes a point where I'm just like a lot of people do more requests now and not that I take them but if if like if there's a trap record that I wouldn't mind playing like I'll play like three or four more you can't just play one and then just like you know yeah I can't imagine genre change you know what I mean I can't imagine back to full clip yeah yeah exactly (laughs) I mean I love Kendrick I'll play Kendrick records he makes trap albums yeah that's different but uh yeah Serato I've had it for about two years I feel like I I feel like I cut you off. You were you were saying like, oh, by the way, we're about to talk about a show. Oh. Maybe you guys got a release party or something. We, yes, we have a release party at Beerwax Friday, February eighth. Oh, really? Shit, at I'll eight be there. o'clock. J Zone, J Zone oh. will be DJing. What? DJ Clips will be DJing. Yep. My girl uh, DJ More from Fat Beats, uh, she'll be DJing, and then we're going to be playing the album for like an hour, hour and a half. Damn, nice. So that's my that's my New favorite York bar area. right now, man. That's my favorite oh, bar. My, as soon as I walked in there, I was like, "This is my Graceland." <laughs> <laughs> you said what day? So did, crap, February craft what? beer and vinyl. Uh, February eighth, uh, Friday. Friday, February eighth. Okay. How did you make that happen with the venue? Um, I uh, I met the owner Chris, who's um, he's dope, man. He's he's got an unbelievable uh, record collection, and he's huge into craft craft beer. Open this spot up. Uh, and he asked me to come through, like, do a Fat Beats night. We did, like, a little Fat Beats reunion-type party at uh, Beer Wax over the summer. And um, then I told him about this album. He's like, you want to have a party here? And I was like, hell yeah. Wow. Perfect. Because we're not doing any performance or anything like that. We have shows in February, but it's not a. It's more of, like, an album listening Like a listening party. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. But... Yeah, that's I, I saw you sipping on a craft beer a little bit earlier. What we have a little drinking game on here called "What You Drinking?" What are you drinking right now? I have a Ballast Point grapefruit okay. sculpting. Okay, I love I love 
I'm a nerd, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not a hipster beer guy. I just like good beer. Like, if I offered you a High Life, would you just slap it out of my hand? A High Life is one of those ones that I actually enjoy. Everybody this, loves this champ- I love champagne it. and beer. Right, you know? right. Champagne rain of beer. Champagne but but rain. yeah, but if it was a Miller Lite, I'd slap you. Right. <laughs> I'd slap myself <laughs> with yeah. Miller Lite. Yeah. A connoisseur of good beer. Actually, that's how you and I met. So the original Chrome Bills that, connection the, was through yeah. uh, Gary Forsyth that uh, at Norman's Norman Kill in Williamsburg. Yeah. And that like, was the day of my album release party for uh, my LP. That's right. I came. It was yeah. in the, yeah, it was in the backyard at the clothing store. What was the name of that store? Classic. Oh well, Fresh Aesthetic, Classic Material. Yeah, that's right. And uh, D- Eclipse was DJing, right? Yeah, yeah. He DJed yeah. there. Yeah. God, that was what 15, 2015, 2016? Yeah. 2015. Three years, Jeez. man. Crazy. <laughs> what are you drinking? The Montauk. I'm on the Montauk. Yeah, Wave Chaser. The wave Chaser. That's IPA. a good one. That uh, yeah. you know, someone I would normally not buy this. Someone left this here, but I'd say it's pretty good. Can, no, it's really good. It's hazy. Very okay. nice. All right, yeah, nice. <laughs> Yo, you do sound like a geek, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. <laughs> what about the rest of the roll call? Steve, what are you drinking? Steve, what do you got there? This is called um seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> So I got I got two for you. I'll go off of Steve's. I got the Trader Joe's alkaline water. Very that's nice. Just, Always a classic. But so I I hate Jameson. But a friend of mine uh, gave me a housewarming present that I hadn't opened in a long time. The cask mates. I guess it's just like a super good version of Jameson. Oh, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Right. I know. Right. Well, so I'm furloughed right now. So you know, I, I, every day at like twelve thirty, I'm like, is it too early? <laughs> 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 1230 spine. Right, right, right. Y'all must be kidding me. Before noon you have to you have a problem. After noon you have a party, you know? <laughs> That's right. So uh what's up with the Rorschach test uh cover? Uh you know, I was um just trying to think of what album art. Did we talk about this shit, Justo? Did we no. did we ever discuss Oh it? yeah, we did. Well you got the idea from my my wife actually huh. my wife uh i mean she's done pretty much all of my album covers to date um <clears throat> except uh for the lp but um just trying to brainstorm how we could make uh art that reflected the album mm. and uh she, she was like well, what if you can do a, a rorschach test and we um hit up my boy pete who used to work at fat beats too and um he did the LP design, and he also came that uh, did this design, and it turned out really dope, like better than I thought. It, yeah, it's it dope. Could. Super fire. It looks like a Wu Tang album cover, to be honest. It, yeah, like it's got a Wu Tang feel to it. I didn't think I didn't think people would get it, but everybody that I showed, they're like, "Oh shit, that's that's mind of a man. That's dope." The Rorschach test. So, and then with the with the color vinyl that. Uh, goes with it it looks really dope i'm I'm happy with the pack packs yep yeah has a very classic feel to it yeah do you think uh the the format the medium in terms of spotify a lot of digital outlets plays a part in how you decide what kind of cover art you're gonna have i never really thought about that to be honest not me either no I just want to have good artwork that reflects the sound and the feeling of the album and makes people pick it up even if they don't know what it sounds like. 
Right. Um, that's a good question, though. I've never, I've never. Yeah, it's good. Man, I mean, I always like to have artwork with my iTunes stuff. Like, you know, if you click on it, you see what the artwork is. But I don't know. Do people do people do that? Like, you know, it's well. I, I recently put something out, and the first couple iterations of artwork that I saw, I thought were a little busy for iTunes and Spotify, just in terms of the, it, it. It's just small. And so oh, okay. the, my feedback to the guy was, I, I want a lot of negative space, which yours kind of has, you know, but and I want it. I want two things, negative space and contrast, because those are the things that will pop as small images. Oh, dope. Um, so that's good to know. Do you, so did you say that a label was putting this record out? Yes. Um, well, not digitally, just, just on physical vinyl. It's uh, Tough Kong Records out of uh, Italy. Who are and they you? do they do amazing uh amazing vinyl work everything like they they put out stuff with the alchemist they did skiz's last record Who are you? Who are they you? do um <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah it, check check out their website toughkongrecords.com oh. did they have a hand in a, a lot of what you were doing or they just said just give us the finished product and we'll take it from there finished product yeah nice. they, yeah I, I submitted the album and they were they were really feeling it and um decided to do do the shit on vinyl so shout to them they do it's dope. dope dope work big up big up yeah i just went to the site i mean like in the top four things up here we got a rock marciano dj mugs records mm. yeah it's nice to it's it's in good very very good company so we're we're lucky oc and pf cutting so yeah Listen. i didn't know about this, this just i'm gonna go out on a limb is this the first thing that you've had that's come out on vinyl no Okay. Actually, <laughs> actually, uh, the Epiphany joint that I did, uh, there's a joint the when I was telling you guys with the cats from Toronto, that's actually out on on vinyl as well. So, oh. yeah. Now I was saying that just in terms of your age, are the kids that you're working? Well, I guess this would not prove my point. The kids, not the kids in Toronto, the people you're working with, are they a little bit older? Are they about they're a your bit age? Older. Okay, yeah, they're a little bit older. They're, they're probably around meticulous's age, so like just a couple years older than me. Would you say that vinyl still has the the weight with? Because I'm 39, Steve, Chuck, and I are all about the same age. Would you say that vinyl has the same weight with your age group as it does with ours? It depends on the kind of people we're talking about. Mm. Like there's there's vintage, you know, kids my age, like people my age, who who are still kind of like, you know, not, I won't I won't say like the hipsters, but yeah, you can you know you can throw the hipsters in there. You can throw like you know. Uh, Hipsters love people that, Yeah, they do. I mean, and most hipsters are around my age, you know. So, um, and then there's just people that are into the old school culture. So it's a it's a fifty fifty. Around my age is definitely a split. There's there's people that get caught up in the new wave, and then there's people Someone's that breathing. <laughs> seriously, Cole, you got Cole. Your breath, you the chill. breath is. I'm sorry, dude. I'm, I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm that so is sorry. hilarious. It's, it's, it's like the Jameson. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're gonna have a uh, beat, we're gonna have a beat making contest oh, with that sample of that breathing. I tried to Send breathe loudly. <laughs> I tried to breathe loudly into the mic and I couldn't even make it as loud. As I made it. He sounds like Donald wow. Trump. He sounds like I'm Trump. Like, oh no! My apologies. I'm so sorry, fellas. It's been lingering in the background. I'm glad it came to a head. <laughs> I've been I've been auditioning for the role of Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, damn. It's, going, it's going off while I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs>
but anyway, vinyl. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely split between the people in my age group. It's a, it's a split. That's what's up. Yeah. Do you, Do you think they'd like to hear a record of heavy breathing? Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, if you put the right beat around it, right. the no, drums around it, probably. You, would you call it heavy breathing? Right. His breath control is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> This record's heavy. Right, right. <laughs> do you uh, do you see you guys doing a a true release party or a show for this record? Uh, we have a show on February. What is it? The twenty eighth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through What's, a major, um, major stage. Yeah. Where's that? We. It's a. It's like a. It's in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. What what part of Brooklyn are we talking? Fuck. Where's oh, that? Where is that shit? <laughs> it's. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there like multiple times, and I always William, forget I where it is. Williamsburg, no? Nah, it's not Williamsburg. No. I was gonna say I'm really something like, lazy. Something like I'm really that. lazy. Something if you like. yeah, if you Google that shit right now, but but it's like we're we're sort of headlining it, and it's it's kind of like one of those things where we might do the whole album. Oh, nice. So it's called Major Stage. Yeah. Yeah. Have to check that out. Boom. Do you need a hype man that would just breathe heavily the whole time? <laughs> would, I, hey, Can man. you do the running man, Cole? <laughs> the breathing man. <laughs> and what if instead of burning man, I had breathing? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, I feel like that's technically Williamsburg, right? I mean, maybe that's Bushwick. That's what I thought. Right. It's over like but just yeah, south yeah. of Grand Street. I mean, it's Grand Street or Montrose Ave off the L train. Yeah, come through. It's... uh. It's 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 cool because it's like an earlier night or, or earlier show for a weeknight. You know how everything ends really late. Like it's we go on at nine and the show is done by like nine thirty nine forty five. Yeah, nice. But yeah, it starts okay. starts around seven or something. And you're headlining it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's nice. So you know you'll get out of there at a reasonable time too. Yeah, for sure. Nice. You got kids to get back home to, huh, Justo? Absolutely. <laughs> I got to relieve the misses. Right. Yeah. I like it though. I mean, it's like let's let's stop pretending we're all a little old during the week, because it's like it's either completely go hard and skip the next day, or like have it both ways. And I, I'd always, I couldn't believe it. I saw Doppelgangers open for Extra P, and the, I was on Twitter, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, opener going on eight thirty, Extra P on at nine thirty. I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> Did it happen? Like, oh, absolutely. I mean, it might have oh, been, you know, cool. like five, ten minutes off, but I was like, I should, I missed like the first 15 minutes of one of the Yeah, sets. I think, I you think know? everybody collectively is, is kind of saying, fuck it. We're not going to get anybody to come if we started at 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, for that, that type of music, you know, like the type of music that we make. It's like, yeah. No trap kids trying to come to the show. <laughs> nah. Chuck, you remember to that the point? Mike I think it's. <laughs> One of the first times Chuck and I hung out was going to see C's open up for Micah Nine. Oh yeah, oh, at, at Bohemian Caverns. In oh DC. my You're god, this motherfucker! I mean, open up. It's it, it's kind of it was kind of used loosely because there was he a thousand gone, like, openers. Hours there was a thousand openers, and oh then and then they had a freestyle cipher before this dude even showed oh, up. At, he showed up <laughs> at one forty-five in the, or no, he showed up at twelve forty-five. This was like a Monday night, right? Oh, and then he was like, think- and he's like, who's got the Who's, he was looking for I Bud, think, and then I think he walked from California. I think oh it's a God. unanimous like hip hop etiquette that the freestyle cipher has to be after the headliner. Like yeah, just yeah. they had the freestyle cipher it, before it's this the dude showed up. Tonight. 
funny. Well, it's funny because I'm thinking back. This was several years ago, and I'm wondering now if that all goes back to the idea of digital music and everything having to be. I mean, you've only got people's attentions for so much time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's a good point. And it's crazy how we've gotten to this point because, like, you know, I would listen to albums that I still listen to today, but I would have them on repeat for like two yep. years straight. Yep. yep. And now, like, you, you put out an album on a Friday, and by the following Monday, everyone's like, what's next? Yep. You know? You know, the biggest change that I've noticed, too, is there's absolutely no promotion anymore. I mean, it's not necessary when Beyonce wants to drop Lemonade at midnight. Right. Yeah. You it's know? an interesting example. No, I mean, for artists like that, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> is that the one she dropped at midnight? I don't know. <laughs> well, she yeah. was the first to do it, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. She's out of nowhere. I think she was the first. She's a trendsetter. But, I mean... I definitely don't think like people that, have the patience really for like four months of promotion. Like nowadays, like people will roll out like maybe a month. Even like a huge international artist now is like, I can't but really, so, I can't really be like, yo, I'm dropping something. Yo, you guys just wait for August 2019. Just, <laughs> just keep waiting. Wait some more. But even with that, like if you're going hard for like two weeks, like after the album comes out, it's like nothing after that. Yeah. You know, right. it's just like yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to find a balance. Like with this, we had a video. Like, it we shot it a while ago, but it was done. You know, maybe a couple of days before we put it out, and we're gonna just keep shooting videos. Yeah, and see, you know, just keep releasing them ne the next few months. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough. Promo is crazy. I think what really changed the game up too was like the ability to make your own mixes became just a thing that you didn't even have to sweat for, right? Like at first you had to like have records and actually be able to blend shit. Then it yeah. kind of went to like, all right, if I rip an MP3, I could like burn a CDR of songs from a bunch of different records, right? And then yeah, yeah. That kind of went to Napster and then people were like dragging and dropping. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, the, to, to your point earlier, like something comes out. If you're hot for like four days of people just listening on repeat, that's so rare because like the real win now is getting four joints out of a 10 that people populate on their playlist, playlist. And that shit stays with them forever like that like yeah continues to play and continues to play because i'll find myself doing it too like mm -hmm. i'll i'll be like wow i really like this uh you know elzai record i'm gonna go back to it because i just keep hearing uh i'm gonna do what i set out to do because i have it on a playlist you know like you'll, yeah, you'll sit yeah. there and be like yo i gotta go back to this jericho jackson so you're so you're basically programming yourself yeah to yeah, like just, listen to the like, same joints over and over again yeah totally inceptioning yourself into people's mind too though that that's like your promotion is like the the song that everyone's streaming is the promotion for people realizing you got a huge catalog. Yeah, yeah that sucks, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I when I make when I make music, I try to make albums. Like I don't want to be I want to be on playlists obviously, but like I don't want to take a piece out of uh, you know, a whole project and that's what you listen to only. You know what I mean? I 100% agree. Yeah. But people don't listen to music like that anymore. Nope. Yeah, and like I said, if you're if you catch them, if you catch them for seven spins in a row, yeah, you know of the record, like that's yeah. crazy now. Like that means that was that was one of their favorite records of several months yeah. with constant music coming out. Whereas to your point, like I remember Keith Murray dropping a record that I loved Enigma, and it was like the most beautiful thing or whatever the one was after that, and I still went like. 20 listens all the way through even though i was like yo this is i kind of like the name better you know, like, I <laughs> there's no shot at keith i love you keith but like i'm just using it as a reference point like back no. then i was still like yo but that's the new shit like, 
Like I got it. Yeah, yeah, turn. for sure. Because I wasn't yeah. gonna be in the car being like, all right, flip that. All right, flip that. All right, flip that. Flip that. Flip that. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's different. If so we check were, this uh, out. My bad. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Well, so I was gonna say this. I read something very interesting. So anybody with kids will know this song, Baby Shark. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right, Justin? Yeah, I don't Steve? know. I don't know yeah, that one. Baby shark. It's, you're, don't be glad you don't. It. Yeah, don't. You know don't, baby shark, man. Oh my goodness. Do I? I don't know it. I'm I'm out on it. You I found out like, about it on Friday, and I was like, "Why did this guy from my office played it for me?" I was like, "Why did you do this to me?" Oh, you just found out about it on Friday? Yeah. Okay. So you saw yeah, LeBron, LeBron was playing it like on his Instagram yesterday. Oh, you you <laughs> said that. I knew not to open that up. I was like, no. That's what really blew it up. Well, so check this out. and Because I was going to say, having a kid now that will listen to the same eight songs over and over again to the point where she'll start requesting. I think everybody's like that as a kid. I figured at some point somebody is engineering these songs as such. So check this out. Baby Shark, the infectious children's song. And infectious there is not a positive word, by the way. <laughs> Debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 this week, and I think this must be like a year anniversary. Its creator, a South Korean educational brand called Pingfong, now has many top 40 hits as Jimi Hendrix. What? what? How crazy is that? Pingfong? Uh, I'm sorry, Pingfong. It's a good Fong. name. Pingfong. Great name. Either but way, you know, you know it was just a couple people sitting in the room like, how are we going to get these kids? We got to get in their pockets, get in their parents' pockets. Right. Yeah, because if you get in the kids' pockets, the parents are going to buy it for them, and it's right. like a guaranteed yeah. sale. Just shut up already. Here's $10. Daddy, yeah. daddy, ping pong, ping pong. Ping pong, ping pong. Ping pong. Damn. And it's the most... It's crazy. As an adult, and I'm just... Tell me if I'm wrong. Like, when I listen to it, I've never understood the appeal to any age range. <sighs> it's it's It just gets stuck in your head, though. That, that's what yeah. it is, yeah. It's stuck in your head. Like a shark. It's, songs. it's like the the you know the movement. Uh, like when I was coming up, that like a uh, soldier boy movement. Well, all right. those songs were stupid. But Ring, it, ringtone. It, it was the ringtone you rap. Just heard it in your head all the time, and you couldn't uh, get it out. And you right. know, those it, songs it, it came out. Uh, your generation. You. Gonna, yeah, it's just stupid as fuck. But I mean, everyone. I used to sing it too. I can't lie. Right. right. You know, everyone sung it. You know, so. You can't. It's it's just one of those songs where like it it just it triggers something in you, and it's because it's a repetitive song too. Right. The repetitive those, shit always gets you. That's that's the trend. Mm. You try to use the same word. That's what the hook is for. You know, something that people can latch on to. And Baby Shark is basically a repetitive hook. Like it's not even like everything is do 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 like every the whole song <laughs> you keep doing that same part. Baby Shark do 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 So you keep singing it. And it's like it gets stuck in a kid's head. It's repetitive, you know? That's yeah. how the brains work. Yeah. So, I'm not going to check it's that ingenious. out. Don't <laughs> check it out. Yeah, don't do it. Don't have children. You'll have to listen. Have I have one. one. I got a four-year-old. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah, that's yeah. facts. Ruby, shout out to Man, you escaped. You escaped. You escaped the baby shark conundrum. Yeah. Yo, yeah. So check out uh, January 12th, Justo the MC in Meticulous, Word. the baby shark remix. Yep. <laughs> Word. Top in. We're, we're dropping that after the album. It's the follow-up to Mind of a Man. This is just a one-song single. Word. It's shooting to the top of the charts. Damn. It's sick, man. It's going to be sick. Man, that should be a doppelganger song, right? Oh, that's a good point. Wow. <laughs> he pulled it. Shout out to Yo, I saw they're playing Shout out Saturday. I might go. You're probably DJing, right? I am DJing on the 12th at Huckleberry. So if anyone's in Brooklyn, 
January 12th at Huckleberry. I Friday. might swing by after. So they're playing at Brooklyn Bazaar or BK Bazaar. I haven't been there. Is that uh, have you been to that spot? I think it's a great one. I, I haven't been to that. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I mean, if I go there, I'll just swing through Huckleberry. You go on at what eleven? I go on uh, ten, and I go till like three, three or four, something like that. Yeah, that that shit goes late. The one time Five I went, I left. I left at two thirty, and they were still serving food. Like I was like, "Yo, yeah, this man. place does not fuck around." Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a dope spot. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Now, for some reason, meticulous. I'm thinking, are you from Pittsburgh? I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. How did you end up in uh, in New York? Uh, I I moved here because I knew I wanted to do music, and uh, I did an internship with Fat Beats. So okay, that's uh, that's basically how I started here. I was still kind of in college, but uh, doing an internship with Fat Beats. Do you know Dose Noun? I don't that know him. Okay, I don't know him, but I know of him. Okay, for sure. He was the the homie. Uh, I mean, I haven't talked to him in years, but. I used to kick it with him a lot, and he was always a good dude. But I remember hanging out with him in Pittsburgh. That was a really, it was a really cool town. Yeah, and it's you know um, around 2010, 11, 12. That that city changed like crazy because there was such a good energy because you know Mac blew up and Wiz blew up, so everyone was kind of like, "This is where I want to be to to do hip hop shit." And right. and like I had already been in New York for seven or eight years. And I kind of missed that whole movement, but mm. but going back there, um, I just got a good energy, and I ended up doing a whole project with just rappers from Pittsburgh. Um, really, two two thousand twelve. Yeah, it's called the Confluence EP. And then huh. when Fat Beats had their blog going strong, uh, they kind of premiered it. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. If you check it out on my Bandcamp. It's it's uh, it's called the Confluence EP. Hmm. Okay, that's dope. Are you still working with anybody from Pittsburgh? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, there's my homie Hubs, who's uh, probably, in my opinion, one of the best rappers in Pittsburgh. And then there's another dude, Beatty, who was on my LP. Both of those guys were on the Confluence, but uh, Beatty, um, he started out rapping with Mac Miller. They were in a group together called Ill Spoken. And um, yeah, so those are the those are the two main guys that I've been staying in touch with from Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm looking it up now. I'm on there right now. You're going to yep. get that stream money real soon, B. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks, guys. I forgot <laughs> about the LP, actually. For any for anyone that's uh, digging around and adding stuff to the library, check that meticulous LP. And the chrome uh, tape. You're looking, and the chrome tape, but in particular, that, that same way joint with YU. That shit is fire. That's one of the illest Y. That's one of the illest YU tracks out there. It is. He's one of my favorite rappers. He's a beast. Absolutely. I mean, we got two people broadcasting from the DMV now, and myself lived there until five years ago. And much respect to Diamond District. Oh, and shout out to Kev Brown, man. Right. Oh yeah, shout out to Kev Brown. Kev Brown. He's on Mind of a Man. He's on uh, Long. Long way home, right? That's right. Yeah. That's my favorite song on the record. Oh, word. word. Yeah, I, it's the. I think Do it's it? the right. most representative of the vibe of the album. That's dope. 
other than the Baby Shark remix at the end, the hidden track. The hidden track, the Baby Shark remix. Yeah. And I heard the live joints getting leaked after the show. That's coming out February. Late February, look for that live version. For our audience, that song, I would say the words I would use to describe the album are very thoughtful, it's very somber, and very well constructed. And I thought that song was the best representation of that. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Both of you. Great job. Thank you, man. For real. Thank you. Steve, you want to play something? Yeah. This is my favorite track. Yeah, it's one of the Told but y'all ain't saying much. Yeah, homie, we know. We know. Same old. Oh shit, got a whole lot of mouth of wind here and such Damn homie, we know, we know, yeah, we know Yo, I'd rather put my own nail in the coffin Shit's exhausting I like to cover my tracks and I does it often I want my cake, eat it too, without the frosting Niggas just keep on talking, so and so put a call in Who got no involvement? I'm just patiently waiting for my installment Pissy nigga, you stolen Russian niggas like stolen Styling on the island, everyone think I'm bowling I like the, I like the thing I'm on another level Yeah, I like the feel I'm on a different pace Yeah, I like to say I got a better style Yeah, I like that look you got up on your face Yeah, I like to work my way up to this mountain yeah, then break it down into a paper chase Yeah, these women love to think that they surround them Yeah, but ain't nobody dig my baby Yeah, Remember when I used to be that baby face Running with black, running through tracks like Usain Tearing the lanes, no coming back like Tory Stay in your lane, that's a fact If you talking money, homie, let's talk Now I react, all that gibberish I couldn't get with That shit is whack, point period End the discussion, it's a rap, I'm a businessman Time is money, you must adapt But keep pushing, fam Love is love, still get you down But I'm gone Money talk, money talk Cash room, cash, cash room That money talk, money talk my, my, speaking my language I was taught that that money talk, money talk Be your light and clear every time you let that money talk Money talk, my, my, yeah Hey yo, my homies talk smack Keep it a stack, we bring the booze in Check stats, dog, it's a fact, we ain't losing Cut cats, leave them for scraps, we drop the loosens On tap, the money attracts, tell me who ruling I hate it, gotta be like this Cause I don't rhyme for the profit, really love this shit But I see cats stuffing pockets, they ain't close to legit Why my family gotta suffer, is it worth it to quit? I talk about it cause it's real issues Real MCs, that's real what you're getting Less chances, lower advances, superficial But these half-ass mumbling Rappers, dub the fisher. I ain't playing victim, nigga. You playing, play with a pistol. Pop, pop. Yeah, don't stop and never finish. If we sitting down talking about something, let's keep it business. If we sitting, no, I'm standing for something. Ain't religion, keep it 100. God is my witness. This my I was linguistics. Told that that money talk, money talk. Cash room, cash, cash room. That money talk, money talk. My, my, speaking my language I was taught that that money talk, money talk Be your light and clear every time you let that money talk, money talk My, my Now you speaking my language
Yo, it's Chrome Bills episode 147. Just so the MC and meticulous in the house. God damn. About to drop that Mind of a Man album. By the time this hits, the album will be probably 48 to yep. 72 hours old. Definitely go cop that on on vinyl first and foremost, but on Spotify too to get a taste. That was your first taste. That shit's a banger, fellas. I mean, wow. Definitely. Nice. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Peace. Thanks for coming through, fellas. Word up. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. You for having this guy. Definitely. Peace. 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 Hey, yo. I said take them two lips like a flower and ship the nectar.